Welcome everyone to the Oave Torah Daf Yomi Shur. Today's Shur is Daf Ayin Zayin. We will begin on Ayin Vavam Bet, however, at the Mishnah. Says the Mishnah, Kotel Sheben Shne Chatserot. If you have a wall in between two Chatseres, Gavoa Asara, which is ten fucking tall, so it's a certified wall, Virohav Arba, and the width of the wall is four Tifachim wide. So therefore, it's an actual, considered an actual place. The top of the wall has a status. You can make two eruvs, but you can't make one eruv. Let's say on top of the wall there were some fruits. Uh, if someone wants to eat the fruits, he is not allowed to pull them down and eat them. Rather, he has to climb to the top of the wall and eat it on top of the wall. It will be considering transferring Rishut to Gemara. We'll explain why. Nifrat kotel ad eser amot. If there's a break in the wall up to ten amot, ma'arvim shnayim, that will allow you to make the two chatzers one eruv because the break in the wall makes you allowed to pass. Vimratzu ma'arvim echad. If they want, they can still do even just one eruv because it's just a break in the wall, and therefore it has the status like a door. Yoter mikan. If it's bigger than four. Ben ten tefachi ten amot wide the break in the wall, then you only have the option to make one eruv and you do not have an option to make two because that's not considered a wall that's a pirza and that makes it that the two are connected, ir- irrespective of, of anything else. Says the Gemara. En bo arba mai. What happens if there isn't four tefachim on top of the wall? The wall is ten tefachim tall, but yet it is not four tefachim wide. Let's say it's only three. Amarav, If so, then the status of the two sides rule over the top. And therefore, lo yazizbo afilu malinima. You now let him move on top of the kotel. You can't pick up anything, even a hair's breadth. He says that each side can put stuff, put fruit on top of the wall, and eat it on top of the wall. You're allowed to even transfer into it. So it's a big difference between Rabbi Yochanan. And the opinion of Rav, says the Gemara. Rav is being ultra strict. Rav being ultra lenient. He's even allowing transferring from the Rishut to the top of the wall. In a wall that's less than four Tvachim wide. Says the Gemara. Tanan, we learned to the Mishnah. We are now on top of Daf Ayin Zayin Amaralf. Tanan, we learned to the Mishnah. El Olim Mekam V'Ochlin V'El Olim Mekam V'Ochlin. We said in the Mishnah that even in a case where you had four, you were only allowed to climb up and eat on top of the wall. But no one ever let you transfer from the bottom to the top of the wall. So how could Rabbi Yochanan say that if it's less than four, you could do it? If, if, if four you couldn't transfer, why should you be able to transfer if the wall is only three wide? Says the Gemara Haki Kamar, this is what it means to say. If it's got four, then you could climb to it. But you could climb to it, but you can't. You could climb up to it and eat there, but you can't 
actually uh, pass any fruit from your area up there. Only you can only eat what's there already. And nami. If it's less, then you could actually carry up there. But as the follows his reasoning. When Rabdimi came, Amar he said, Rabbi Yochanan is the name of Rabbi Yochanan. Makom a place that's less than four by four. Mutar the bnei reshut rabim of bnei reshut echid the katef alav If you have a itztaba in public property, if it's less than four by four, it's a makom petur, and people could people from the reshut uh, echid or from the reshut rabim could lay down their stuff on it, and it's not called transferring. That way, you do it from reshut echid and not from reshut rabim. As long as you, people don't transfer stuff that way. A person uh, in public property is not allowed to leave something on the itzba that someone probably, probably will take that off. That would be yachlifu, that's transferring, that's asur. So it sounds like he's holding in a place that's less than four by four is a makom petur. So I asked the Gemara, the Rav let the Rav Dimi, does Rav not agree that something that's four by four, that's less than four by four, is going to be a makom petur? Of course he does. You're right. If you were in public property, then of course everyone agrees that something that's less than 4 by 4 is a Makom Batur. Here we're talking about a case where, where it's in between two Dirabanan Isurs. Uh, the itztaba that we were talking about in the case of Ravdimi was an itztaba that was in between a public and a private property. And therefore, had transferring from one to the other is a deoraita there. In our case, the itztaba is in between two chatzers, where the isur to transfer from one to the other is only derabanan. The isur of Eruvin is derabanan. And therefore, the rabbis, in order to strengthen their Rules, even though uh, in a Deoraita situation there was no problem to carry, uh, to put something on Makom the rabbis are stricter on Makom and they are stricter than they would be on a Deoraita. And that's why Rav is stricter. Says the Gemara, Amar Abba, if you have a wall that's in between two chatzers and the two chatzers do not have even um, an, an even grade which means they're not uh, on the same grade that one is the floor of one is higher than the floor of the other one okay on one side the wall is ten t'vachim tall and on the other side it's equal to the ground which means that it's less than less than ten tvachim off the ground. So it's like equal to the ground. So one side has ten tvachim, one not. You allow the person with the low wall. So again, there's there's a low wall chatzer and a high wall chatzer. You allow the low wall chatzer to use it. Because it's easier for him to use it because it's less than uh, less than ten tvachim off the ground. For the other guy, it's harder to use it. Because of its height. Whenever you have one side that's easy to use and the other side is hard to use, then we allow the one who can use it easier to put his stuff on it. 
says Gemara further, Amar of Shazivi, Amar of Nachman, Haritshi ben Shechatol. What if you have a ditch in between two chatzers? On one side, the ditch is ten tvachim deep because the side is higher. The other side, it's, less, it's equal to the ground, meaning it's less than ten tvachim to the ground. Okay? You give it, the one that's equal. The same idea. Since it's easier for them to use the thing, therefore you give it to them. So why do I need both cases? The more unspoken question of our Gemara is, Obviously, if you told me the law of a wall, the same thing should be when you have a ditch. If I would have only told you kotel, I would say, because it's something very high. People use it all the time. But when it comes to a ditch, which people don't like to bend down and put things into a ditch, therefore you might say, that you don't give the guy with the lower one the automatic use of it because people don't use it anyway. Tzricha, so we need both. If it only told me the charitz, I would say, because you're not scared to put something there because it's protected, it's in the ground. But on a kotel where it's, you're scared to use it because of its height, Maybe no. So therefore, I need to say both. So this way, you know that in both cases, mutar. Says Gemara, If the guy has a wall that's ten tevachim tall, and he wants to lower the wall, so instead of actually breaking the wall by lowering it, he figures he'll lower it by putting stuff at the foot of the wall, and that stuff makes it halachically smaller. If there's at least four tvachim in what you're using to make it smaller, then the whole kotel becomes used. Because those four become like an opening, and therefore you can use it. Otherwise you can only use opposite the mute. Ask the Gemara, one way or the other, if we're saying it worked, you should be able to use the whole kotel. Because that will be an opening, right? If it doesn't work, I feel like it shouldn't work even opposite the miut. Here is not a case where you put something in front of it to lower it. Rather, it's something you took a little piece out of the top. You took a, a big stone out of the top and lowered it. And if you lowered that from that big stone, in that area of the big stone, you lowered it to less than 10 tvachim, then it's, uh, it gives you a petach to the whole wall, and you're allowed to use the whole wall because of that reason. Amar Vichil. Kafa safal. If a person has a basket... And you took the basket and you flipped it over. And the basket is now four tvachim wide. Mayat, you lowered the wall, and because now the basket's there, and the basket makes it from on top of the basket, it's less than ten tvachim, you should be fine. Asking about why? Why is it okay if you turn over a basket? Davar anital b'shabatu. A basket is not something that's there permanently. A guy could pick up the basket. So why are we saying that putting the basket there lowers your wall from ten tvachim?
It should not, because it's something that can be taken away on Shabbat. It says, If you connected it to the ground, therefore it's different. And that's why you can't take it on Shabbat. Who cares if you can touch the ground? But Tanya, didn't we learn? Paga, the guy's got a fig. You left the fig to ripen. It's a straw. Even though the straw is muksay, you left it in the straw. Or you have a loaf. You left it in the coals. If it's revealed and you can stick something and pull it out. Right? If a little bit is sticking out, no tail of Shabbat, you're allowed to take it on Shabbat. So therefore, here also, you should be able to pull out the basket and on Shabbat, even though you stuck some dirt around it. Says the no. We're talking about a case where it's got ears. It's got these handles that are ears. And therefore, since there's dirt on top of the ears, you're going to move the dirt. It's Asur. So what? Who cares if there's ears on the basket? If a person buries vegetables, lefet and snorn, radishes and uh, turnips, under a vine, in the time turned to Amur Bet. If some of the leaves are sticking out, there's no problem to pull it on Shabbat. It's not a problem of mixing uh, mixing the radish with the, the, with the grapevine because you're not, planning to, you're not trying to plant it there. You're just trying to bury it there to keep it moist. It's not a problem. The fact that you stuck into the ground, you might think that you have to add ma'asad. No, you don't have to because you're just watching there. Not a problem. If it was shemita, it wouldn't be a problem because it's just, again, it's not being planted. You can take it on shemita. The thing we came for is that. You see that you can take it on shemita even though you're causing the dirt to move because it was buried in the ground. So too, when you have your basket buried in the ground, who cares that the ears are in the ground? Who cares that it's going to pull up dirt? That's not a problem. It's the same thing as pulling out this fig. Not the fig. You can pull out this uh, radish. Because this thing is in so deep that the only way to get it out is with a shovel. And a shovel, of course, you're not allowed to move because that's digging. And therefore, that's why you're allowed to use it to lower the height of the thing on Shabbat. Says the Gemara, Sulam Hamitri. If you have a ladder, Hamitri, which is Egyptian, which is very light, the fact that the ladder is against a wall does not make the wall as if it's gone. Why? Because the light ladder is easily moved. I'm sorry. If it's from Tzor, then it does lessen it because it doesn't get moved. What is an Egyptian one? Anytime it doesn't have at least four rungs, then it's called a mitzri. Why is Sulam Mitzri not effective in making it like, like you halachli got rid of the wall? 
Didn't you hear of this famous statement of these rabbis? Because something you move. B'Shabbat. If something could be moved on Shabbat, it's not necessarily going to be there always, and therefore it's not at the wall. If so, even the other one could be moved. Over there, since it's thick, it makes it stay where it is. Amr Abaya Abayis is an interesting case. If you have a wall in between two chatzers. Okay? Which is at least ten tvachim tall. And you left, on both sides of the wall, you left a four tivachim wide ladder. If they're within three tivachim of each other, then mimaet. It, they'll take down the wall and allow you to make uh, one eruv for both of them. Shlosha, but if there's three tochim in between the two ladders on one on each side, each side of the wall, then enumamet, it does not lower it. That's only if they're not, if the, the, the wall is not four tochim thick. But if it's more than, if it's four thick at least, and even if they're spread out from each other more than three, it's still fine. Amra bibi barabaya, but not itstaba al gab itstaba. If a person constructed a double platform, if there's four tvachim on the bottom one. Or if there's no uh, four tuachim on the bottom one, and the turn to and there is an elyonat alba. As long as there's less than three tuachim in between the upper itzteba and lower the upper platform, lower platform, that also could be ma'et from the size of it. If you have a ladder that it's shlivot, it's um, rungs porchot are flying in the air. If you have a ladder that looks like a little staircase with uh, each step not connected to the bottom, just sticking out. You you have a step sticking out, and you have a bunch of steps sticking out that you could step on to go up. If the bottom one has at least four tvachim, that could lower the thing. If the top one has at least four, it could mat. And in between the rungs, there are less than shlosha tvachim. Therefore, it looks like they're all one thing, and it comes here to lower the wall. We're going to stop over here on the bottom line. Amar Abnachman, Amar Ziv. Baruch Adonai Amen